This is Robert from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Got a light. Thank you dearly, Rob Broski from Twin Peaks. I had the pleasure of meeting Rob Broski, Stuart Strauss, Christian Calloway, three of the woodsmen from Twin Peaks, season three. They were in the studio uh, when I had the K Chung 1630 AM Chinatown show, which I may still start start up doing again in addition to this podcast. That broadcast live. So yeah, those guys were in there. That's where I got that awesome promo. Thank you, Rob Broski. Uh, next, we have Maria Humphreys from Strong Body, Strong Soul uh, podcast. Phenomenal. Very informative. Go check her out. She's all over the place, too. Um, and we have Tumultuous, a fellow that I met on TikTok. Very interesting guy. Very interest, interesting views. This guy has got to be a wizard. Uh, lots of insight, and I will, I promise, I will have an interview with him to dive deeper because in the beginning when he came across me, when he when we first came across each other, I was putting out the Dolores Cannon videos, and then all of a sudden he started noticing all these synchronicities that lined up exactly with um, videos, things that I was showing in the videos and things that I was doing that were specifically aligned with what was going on in his life. Plus, we have a fun fact from Henry D. Horse. Uh, a special message from Atlas Dragon from the Varels Bridge Society. A special guest. My song, the Face Palm theme song, which is out on Spotify, iTunes, all over the place. However, I attached it to this so you could hear it immediately. Um, and you're going to hear something that I really haven't dug deep into to talking about before something very personal to me which is uh coming up in the second second segment or second chapter i don't know you'll see you'll see how it all fits together it all fits together it all fits together thanks for listening to inspirato projecto kurt hello i am loving your ramble here. And thank you so very much for the kind words out here. It's Maria. Hi. I actually have a video of you and I in conversation about creative freedom. And I haven't had a chance to fix it up a little bit to produce it onto YouTube. It is available on the Strong Body, Strong Soul Facebook page. But I love it what you just said here on your show about embarrassment and such. And in our conversation, one of ours that's out there already, um, you said something about regret and embarrassment. Which one are you willing to live with? And you know what? (laughs) Being yourself, exploring all these things, it's just such an amazing thing to... And now, ladies and gentlemen, Burt Reynolds laughing in Hooper.
And this concludes our moment of Burt Reynolds laughing in Hooper. Thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Ecto, ecto, ecto. Today is 10.51 a.m. It is Friday, uh, uh, no, February the 19th, 2022. You know, there's the, uh, some folks are saying that February 22nd, 2022 is going to be a very significant day. Any of those days that line up like that. Um, I believe they called that the 1111 gateway. Remember when it, it was 2011? 11, 11, 11, bam, down, down. I mean, it was like boom, boom, boom. So these are moments to pay attention to. And I definitely say, I think today was maybe the uh, 11th day in a row where I did the transformative shifting cube. And so I intend to see a whole bunch of new synchronicities today and manifestations of reality that uh, closely reflect conversations I've had with my friends, uh, revelations, dreams, etc., and so forth. What's up, guy? What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm trying to lay down over here. What are you doing? Oliver's trying to find a good comfy place to, to, to lay down. Um, in the meantime, what I wanted to tell you was, right now I have the microphone plugged in. So what the microphone does... I'm not sure. I don't know if it tries to limit noises. I don't know how it works. So it's just a little microphone that has the lightning, you know, the lightning plug-in thing. So it could fit into this iPhone 5, uh, 5, 8, iPhone 8. So 8 for infinity, baby. And uh, which is great. I had the 5S before this. So I went from 5, like dimension 5, to... Infinity. So I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stay parked here for as long as I can, uh, or as long as I intend. So I'm on the iPhone 8 Infinity, and I've got this little microphone plugged in here. And so for Lisa's interview, if you listen back on two two podcasts ago, Lisa's interview, I did not have the microphone. Rob's interview, I used the microphone. Now, when I when I record podcasts, I really don't go back and listen to it unless there's something that someone says and they go, "Oh, can you edit this out?" Then I'll go in there and I'll edit it, edit that thing out. Or um, if there's just you know. You know, maybe at the very beginning of the podcast where we're like, oh, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Sometimes I leave that stuff in. Sometimes I take that out. But in most cases, I don't listen back to what was recorded because I want it to be as authentic as possible, as close to the source. If I say something embarrassing or stupid or something that, you know, I'm like, oh, I got to go back, apologize for, at least I stayed true to whatever that vibe was in that moment. Rather than over-censoring myself, trying to go, oh, is this going to offend someone? Is that going to offend someone? Is someone not going to be liking this, et cetera, et cetera? Because otherwise, nothing would, nothing, nothing would flood, you know. I need to open the floodgates. So over the past 11 days, I've just had these great 
brainstorms. Tara and I hung out, I don't know how many hours the other day, brainstormed, brainstormed new ideas. It's always important to have people in your life who you can brainstorm with. Uh, my buddy Vince, another great brainstormer. My buddy John Garside. Um, my brother Josh, Eric Kleinberg. Um, just these folks, they, they have this highly tuned uh, Alex Smart. You can, you, they, you move along with the ideas. Um, like rather than trying to get into the science of it, you're just going, oh, and then wouldn't that be funny if this, or wouldn't that be funny if that? And you go, oh, what if, what would happen next? And they go, oh, what about this? I'm getting images of that. And you build it. We've talked about this so many times, but it's so satisfying. So satisfying when an idea is built in that moment and you you roll with it. You just go with it and it feels so satisfying because there's no odds at stake. There's no competition. There's no us versus them. None of that stuff is prevalent. It's pure ooh, ooh, ooh. And I got to tell you, with each of these particular friends of mine, they have their own, their own ways of brainstorming that offer these perspectives that I personally would would not have seen in that moment. And when I verify, you know, when I validate that, when I say, yes, we're both brainstorming from the same source and I accept whatever this person's idea is and they accept my idea and there's no, oh yeah, well then what about this? And it's like, well, yeah, but we got to explain that. Oh yeah, listen, let's let all that explain itself later. Let it explain itself later. Right now we're too busy dreaming of this specific thing right here. So let's let this thing murmur, you know, let it marinate, let it simmer. Maybe that's what murmuring is, a, a, a cross between marinating and, and simmering. So you're just like, you know, that's it, murmuring. Maybe when you hear the bubbles, it's like, it's, that's the murmur. So as you just let that happen, you trust in that process, more and more of it just keeps expanding outward and outward. Now, I'm not going to tell you what it is about However, I can tell you, it was about something fun, and it spawned out of the most simplest, absurd idea. Follow the absurdity. Follow the absurdity. How crazy can it get? Um, how outlandish can it get? It's like you dare yourself to go, how outlandish can we get? What happens if we keep growing it in this direction? And rather than matching it up with, let's say, practical or analytical or scientifically oriented things, it's like we're not, we're, we're okay, our, it's, like, it's like saying our characters are going to the moon, we're not going to explain how they got there, we're not going to uh, uh, explain why they're able to breathe in the, in the, in the uh, atmosphere. None of, that is, none of that is explained. Like, like for instance... Um, Sam and Max game. They drive their they drive their uh, car to the mo- to the moon. You don't see them drive there. They're like, oh well, let's go to the moon base. Okay, and off they go. You don't even see them get in the car. Let's go to the moon base. Boom! All of a sudden, next thing you know, getting out of the car, and then there there they are. There you are, up on the moon. So. 
allow yourself to just get absurd, revel in the absurdity of what's happening. Mm. What a thrill. Ozonated water, baby. Ozonated water. Wowzers. Wowzers. So I wake up. I do the Bashar transformative shifting cube. I'm in a high vibration. What does that do? That magnetizes more high vibrations. And that could be a text. That could be a, a, a conversation. That could be someone calling you out of the blue that you're just thinking about. Uh, friends of mine are waking up to these concepts that we have talked about in the past and perhaps um, I, I, I've realized the key ingredient to all this is the is the idea of removing the news entirely from the diet let let's let's let those who, who are so passionate about taking care of that who feel called to do that okay and be in those areas and do that stuff if we were to let them trust in the fact that they are aspects of ourselves who are t- taking care of those things um, and and we take care of what is following in our preferences and what is important to us, our personal selves. Um, it's it's not a question of no matter it's not a question of choosingly uh, neglecting one group. Um, it's, it's not neglecting if you don't know about it. So. Like right now, am I neglecting, I don't know, what's going on some remote island in Scotland where some teenage kids are behaving badly, doing bad stuff? Okay, so how much am I required to stretch myself? I think where my most power lies right here, right now, with you, with me, this this very interaction that's occurring right here. And, the, and I've noticed that the friends of mine who have turned off the news, who are not listening to the news, who are making their own news, making their own media, who are following their heart, they are doing extraordinary things because their minds are not bogged down by this, whether it's guilt, whether it's shame, whether it's, you know, any of those. If you look at the, the ties of those vibrations, those are all low vibrations. If you look at the news and you go, is that high vibration, high vibration or low vibration? Well, they did show the sports highlights. That was good. Well, you know what that is? That's a symbolic representation of what's possible when people come together and put that vibe in there, cooperation vibe. If they subtract the competition aspect, bam, everything's perfect. Then there's no dividing line but between there. And it's one big, everybody imagine that size of that stadium filled with people excited about being alive, grateful. You know, maybe you call it the appreciation celebration. Just appreciating life, appreciating oxygen, appreciating without like the idea of having to fight against anyone. There's no fighting against anyone or anything. Combat this, struggle against that, battle this. No. It's integration, 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 integration. Remember, re, you know, bringing the members back together. Um, 
because as we do that, what happens? We be the best versions of ourselves, and then now all of a sudden we have energy to be able to shine light upon those who are closest to us. How many times have you known someone? I know I've known people throughout my life who are so strongly advocating or or activated for these big issues, and yet they're neglecting their own family relationships. They're neglecting their own husband and wife dynamic. They're neglecting their children, neglecting their the peop, their neighbors who are closest to them, their own animals. And yet out in the streets, like, rah, 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 you know, putting up their signs for this or that. But when they're back at home, what's that then? What's the point of that then? It's going from the outward in. It's, for, it's, it's trying to uphold this image more than actually upholding your authenticity, really, rather than placing value in your authenticity. It takes less, it takes less energy to place value in your own th- authenticity than it does to go out and scream and yell and let everybody know what your identity is. It does. Everyone will know what your true identity is, what your true identity is through your authenticity. Through my authenticity, this is how people know what my true identity is. Not some character that I'm playing in a movie. Not through, possibly through, I mean, I don't know, possibly it's not and it is, you know, at the same time, it's whatever the perspective is. So see, whatever is funneled through me right now is a limited perspective. It's a limited perspective. I like to believe that I'm, pl- I'm, I'm, I'm directly giving information that's, that's plugged into all that is, you know, the source and my, and my desire to treat others with the golden rule, the way I want to be treated. I like to believe that. Um, however, it's more important for me to be authentic to myself, authentic, bringing that authentic version of myself into the interactions that I have with the people that matter most, the people who have encouraged me throughout my life, the people who have fed me, the people who have given me water, the people who have eaten dinner with me, uh, the people who have just showed how much they've cared, listened to me complain or, 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 or philosophize or, or give an idea without going, oh, well, that's stupid. You know, all the people who have listened to me, all the people who have uh, been there in those times when I'm crying about a, a relative who has passed or even stubbing my toe really hard, you know? It's important to have that person either laugh along with you while you're going through this and help you see the absurdity in it. Because ultimately, we want to be at a high vibration. So how do we find the comedy in the tragedy? Maybe that's the thing. How do we find the comedy in the tragedy? And then now we're teaching others how to do the same in those moments where something seems so dire it is right there it's showing us that symbolic representation of being able to redefine anything at any moment how we want to we are choosing we are the authority of the definition or the authority of the words that we're choosing of how words that have been chose through other versions of ourselves see so see so we're looking at this through that spiritual that spiritual uh, connectivity there Okay, if all these people are that other reflection of ourself, then certainly they are telling us things about ourself that we either A, know to be true, we resonate with, 
We have a reaction to. Why? Because there's something about it tied to something. And we go, oh, shut up. Don't say that. Don't say that around me. Well, maybe the universe placed them there to, to as an aspect of ourselves. So they keep reminding us to, to whittle down those sharp edges. So we're smooth, smooth like a rolling stone. Those stones, that glass you find on the beach, those 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 transparent people have said, oh, well, that's just ground. That's just like a bottle that has been ground down. And I go, whoa, that's interesting. The ocean has collaborated with that glass to, to refine it into this, into this crystal, which still blows my mind that the sand is glass. Glass is sand. It's both. It's both. It's, it's both. It's neither. It's one or the other. It's all of it. It's the water. It's the ice. And it's the mist, it's the moisture, it's all three of those. It's the Father, it's the Son, it's the Holy Spirit. Father being the higher mind, Son being the limited avatar version, and then the Holy Spirit being that connection between it all. It is all the same. Oof, it just feels so good. Those connections. And Lisa, by talking with Lisa, what's awesome is she is reaffirming her intuitions which then reaffirms my intuitions right there, sharpening. That's another good, that's another one. Polishing, sharpening, polishing. <laughs> Buffing out those, those sharp edges. Um, like when you fall, I still remember this from, was it Taekwondo or Hapkido? I can't remember, they're probably not the same thing, but maybe I think I took a class long ago when I was a kid. And it was for Taekwondo, maybe? And then later I took Hapkido. And then later at COD, I took it with Mike Sodi and Phil Donlin. But they teach you how to fall. They always teach you how to fall. When you fall from standing straight up and you fall, bam, right on your chest. But you, but you, all of the, all of the weight that's distributed is like, it's all like, um, and you fall where your hands are right next to you and pop, right at chest level. And you, you move your head out of the way. You move your face out of the way. Puff. But you don't put out your hands like, oh my God. What do you do is you roll. You roll. You roll over your shoulders. I have wiped out so many times skateboarding. And it looked horrible, I'm sure, from the outside. <laughs> and, and, and I get up and, I, and I'm like, just like, oh my gosh. Thank, thank God. Thank source. Thank all that is that I was able to implement, that I implement, that I learned that the universe placed me in those classes long ago. I follow my intuition. I follow my parents' intuition. Maybe they followed their intuition. I don't know. Maybe they followed my intuition. I don't know. Who listened to who? Who said yes? Who listened to who? Who said yes to what? <laughs> because it was, it was an agreement. That was an agreement. I like that idea. Yes. Bam. Stamp it. Yes. I'll go with you. So, learning how to fall like that. Wow. And then learning in gymnastics how to flip. Well, learning how to flip on the dive. That, 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 that tied up with learning how to flip on the diving boards and swimming. And that, once again, back in high school, that the flipping on the diving boards helped me to, with my flips in, in uh, gymnastics cl uh, class of gym. You know, it's funny. The classes that I really loved, that I really loved 
were the ones that we spent the less time in. We spent more time in football. And I got to tell you, they hardly passed to me. But when they did, people had a hard time. Actually, I could have three or four people grappling onto me and I would still be like trudging through, trudging through like the Hulk. They passed to me. Oh, man. I zigged. I zagged. How interesting is that? However, we spent less time in soccer, which I love. I love soccer. I love soccer. I still catch things with my feet to this day. If something falls off the counter, I go, whoop, I catch it. I try to do my best to catch it with my foot. And um, soccer, volleyball, volleyball, and kickball. Um, flag football. I, I was so good at flag football. I really love that. Flag football was great. Um, T-ball I played. It was in Milwaukee Brewers. T-ball. Oh. <laughs> uh. When you when you really think about that, it's the cooperation a- a- aspect that the universe is speaking to us through. In that, going here's this, but we look back at all those. We we go, oh, I followed my heart on these things. I learned this cooperation aspect. I learned this ensemble together. That's a yes and right there. That's improv. I'm imagining volleyball. Okay, boop, set it up, spike. That's the yes and bam. And it goes to the next people. Do they do they get it too? Yes, bam, and this, and they just keep handing it off. It's a game of improv if you want to look at it that way. What if the goal was not to try to knock it out of their hands, but to knock it into their hands? However, you are doing them a service by trying to knock it, you know, on the other side and try to make it so they can't get it. You're actually helping them strengthen their abilities, their superhuman abilities. So if the game were played with that in mind, whoa, imagine how awesome and playful the games could be. Then there's no screaming, no yelling. There are no uh, coaches having heart attacks because they're screaming red in the face. Ah! There's just pure, pure energy, pure energy. You know, it's so funny. I was watching Star Trek, the old ones. I watched them all, and uh, I really wish there were a lot more. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I love everything about it. I couldn't understand it as a kid. Because they got really technical with stuff. Um, but there was, two, I think, two episodes uh, where, t- or two, two, two episodes where they used stuff for that song, Pure Energy, Pure Energy. That Spock, Pure Energy. And then, and he goes, it looks, uh, it works so far, but we're not out yet. That's Bones. It works so far, but we're not out yet. Pure energy. Those were both from different episodes. And they they went, they glued them in there. Now I got to go back and re-listen to that song to hear how those those matched up. Like what what was the message being said in that song? I'm so surprised when, when I go back and I look through these lyrics of these songs and I realize, oh, that's what was really being said. Come sail away. I thought that they were angels, but to my surprise, uh, 
basically the the guy thinks he sees angels but these are extraterrestrials that take him aboard a ship that goes into the sky come sail away come sail away with me that's what this song is about So when you decipher these songs, you're like, whoa, that's what was going on. This is a heavy spiritual song. I would not be surprised if some of the guys who were in that band had either seen UFOs, been contacted by UFOs, and or were abducted by extraterrestrials and brought aboard those ships. I would not be surprised. <coughs> I would not be surprised one bit. <coughs> um... A lot of times in these movies, these TV shows, in addition to being enthusiasts, these are also ufologists. These are people who, who study this stuff, who have always loved it, uh, and 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 maybe this is their way of declaring their side of what happened to them without really putting the spotlight on themselves, without stepping out into the limelight and going, yeah, "Hey, everybody, guess what? Uh, you know, this strange thing happened to me." And they're like, oh, no, you're crazy, you're crazy. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was just a dream. It was just a dream, I meant to say. I meant to say it was just a dream. It's just a funny, funny dream. It was just a funny, funny dream. But really, they're, they know, no, this, this is real. This is what happened to me. And I'm sharing this with you because I trust that you would not make fun of me for it. Would maybe lend your ear. After all, I've lent my ear to countless Outlandish stories I've heard. Perhaps we can return the favor. Perhaps we can activate some good old-fashioned reciprocation. Reciprocation activation, baby. Hello, Mr. Projecto, Mr. Barato. This is Tumultuous, or Dimitri, which is actually my real name. It's interesting that you have a podcast on Anchor about things that are supernatural to some, but more of a log to yourself so you can keep track of what you're doing, thus telling other people the information that you know in hopes other people will quote-unquote wake up. I have one too, and on Anchor. It's called Avoiding Entropy. Yeah, I'll totally be a guest on your podcast. It could be great. Um, I shoot from the hip usually when I go, but I haven't had a guest on mine yet. I just kind of been blabbering away. If you want to listen, Intuition's a good episode. And um, the, the genius, Inkblot genius. Looking forward to hearing from you. See you soon. Happy thinking. Thanks. Yes, that is Tumultuous, a.k.a. Dimitri from Avoiding Entropy Podcast. I met him on TikTok. Lots of synchronicities lined up there, and I still need to uh, interview you for this. Now, I also want to add that my buddy Lawrence August has always been an extraordinary brainstormer. I was just listening back to that first. It's funny because I start out out at the beginning of that that thing going, oh, I don't go back and and edit it or listen back to it. But I was like, wait a second. I I think I missed some people who are very important to me in terms of brainstormers. Uh, My buddy Lawrence August, uh, my dad, Chuck Clendenin. My mom, Terry Clendenin. Um, I mean, my friend Noel. Uh, just my friend Dana. Just a whole bunch of Ashley, Lizette, Mary. 
my gosh, there's so many of them. So many of them because it's growing because I'm noticing the authenticity. You know, it's that, it's that, as Lisa would say, the signature frequency, signature vibration, that signature frequency. You recognize it. You go, aha, I recognize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's what I'm doing more of. And as a result, I'm finding these extraordinary, extraordinary. Jenny, my sister, another phenomenal brainstormer. Storminer. 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 My buddy Eric Kleinberg. Gosh, there are so many good ones. So I had to to put that in there because, my gosh, these people. These people. Del Weston. Another great brainstormer, my buddy Uncle Arnie. I mean, jeez. Brainstorming galore. Brainstormers of America. Back to the show. But first, a Henry D. Horse fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. Here's your fun fact. When cats walk, their left front leg moves in tandem with their left back leg. Hmm. And their right legs do the same. The only other animals that walk this way are giraffes and camels. Hmm. Stay tuned to Inspirato Projecto for more fun facts. Reciprocation, activation, collaboration, cooperation, precipitation, prescription, shun, action, motion, ion, isn't that interesting, the ion, the ion, the ion, the T, I've been thinking about, I mean, I, I mean, I love breaking down what, okay, what, letters look like numbers and then what do each of these letters what do they look like they signify so the t t is i i think it's like a hammer of sorts ding 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 it's also like the nail it's the hammer and the nail if you look at it it's the teal the t the big the tall case you know the capital letter t so it looks like a hammer bing 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 but it's also the nail because if you look at it or a thumbtack so either way it's 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 Bam, it's, mm, you know, boom. It's getting the thing in motion. What else does it look like? Maybe upside down, it looks like a foot. Um, two legs next to each other. The groundedness, that's good. Um, mm. Lowercase t, it looks like, of course, the cross. Um, even those are like hammered into the ground, aren't they? Uh... Scarecrows hanging on crosses. Lowercase d looks like a plus sign. And what's coming next? Bam. So maybe the T-I-O-N, shun. Maybe that's like getting the ion in action. You know, you're moving the ion. The I, That's the bam. That's the first, you know, of a domino falling over, so to speak. That's the first bam. I had this conversation with, with Eric Kleinberg long ago. He's my buddy who I used to be able to share my co- coincidences with. I'm putting that in quotes because we didn't have any better word for this. But growing up, I'd share with him 
you know, those happenings. And he would share them with me, the deja vus, all that jazz, the really awesome dreams. That we found them significant. And we really wanted to get to the root of this. So and so we'd, we'd play with words. We loved it. Wordplay. I was brought up with wordplay. My dad would say, skizzers. Can you pass me the skizzers? Can you pass me the knife? We loved playing with the words. And one time, Eric said to me, he goes, you know, a relationship is not the letter A. Because letter A is the their yes there's the connection between them but they're they're leaning against each other he said a relationship perfect relationship is the letter h the letter h and i thought that is awesome i get it the letter h because they're connected yet they are each standing on their own they are these solitary everybody needs solitude folks uh, especially if you're in a relationship because it's too easy, you know, you, if you want harmony in this relationship, you're trying to, one would think the idea is to, oh, what can I learn from you? Oh, you know, and the other person's going, oh, what can I learn from you? And they're going, oh, what, what can I teach you? Oh, what can I teach you? So it's always a learning and teaching experience, but it's, it's a learning experience. The questions lead to more questions. And so if we're in this thing of going, ooh, we're blending into this, this mindset, it's too easy to get caught up in each other's dramas and their own traumas. Isn't that interesting? Trauma is drama. Trauma, drama. I wonder if people have written that out. Trauma, drama. Trauma, drama. Now it's time for no... <laughs> trauma, trauma, drama. So other people's trauma can become the thing that... It's a recycled thing. It just It's... it's it's never get gets out of there. So an H, you need that solitude so you know who you are just individually as your own fingerprint, as your own identity, as your own snowflake, special DNA blueprint. And uh, so yeah, H, H is great. You know, it's so interesting too. This is another connection that came to me because when I think of H, I think of eight. When I think of eight, I think of infinity. So what's so interesting is A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Bam, that's eight. H is eight. So H is eight. If you if you if you put that eight into that H, it looks like, you know, like the the uh, uh, one of those like uh, it, it looks like the hourglass. Like the hourglass is in that. You know, you just go and you spin it. It's like it's in its little holder. So um, it's like those things on the side. They're holding it that that eight there. And it's cool because then that reminds me of like the monkey bars growing up. And uh, or the parallel bars. If we want to talk about gymnastics, you know, like the... You know how you see the gymnasts, they flip from the one bar and zip, zip, now they go to the next bar. Um, H is like, well, the sides to a chair. If you kind of look at it like you're looking straight on, that's a, that's, that's a chair. It supports you. The H supports you. Um, yeah, that middle. There it is. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The ice, water, uh, uh, 
mist moisture all in one. Bam. One, two, three. Bam. It's all holding itself together. It's sturdy. Interesting. If you tip it on its side, tip the H on its side, it's just two T's. Now you've got a table. That's interesting. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. Now imagine, ooh, okay. Okay, if it were a table. Okay, so you're looking at it straight on like a table. Now remember, that's two circles. So look at it, if you bring that up now, ooh, that's interesting. Now you got wheels. Wheels in motion, perpetual motion. E-motion, motion. E, I've looked at E, I've, I've regarded E as energy, enthusiasm, earth, entails, it ent- there's like a electricity, zaps it, enthusiasm, excitement, entertaining, entering something, E. I think I wrote, I think I wrote this in uh, Wonder Wander. E-N, entertainment. Well, it's also entertainment, I-N. Some people can pronounce it that way, entertainment. So to entertain something is to in, you go into it. I stands for I, me. I, me, you, we. I, me, you. I, me, you. I, me, you. I need you. There you go. The rule of three. I need you. Interesting. I is the boop, 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 the antenna, which is awesome because you look at a lowercase i, it's an upside down exclamation point. Bam. So I, 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 that's the I am, that's the father. Me is the sun, the one, there's just the thing. And then you is the Holy Spirit, the you, the connection between me and you, or me and the all that is, the... And then when you look at you in the mirror, see, this This is all part of Usu. This is all part of ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity. All of what I'm, I've suddenly entered the mode of talking about ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity. I've been writing a book about this. This is something that, that, that Eric and I devised. And all of what I'm telling you right now, this portion is, is connecting with this. So Y-O-U in a mirror is U-O-Y. Well, how would you say that backwards? We, you, we, you, we, you, we. So you could say usu the same way. It's you, we, you, we, you, we. You, Y-O-U, is phonetically the letter U. If you pluralize the letter U, you get us. You get yous. If you pluralize Y-O-U, you get yous. So a bunch of yous is us. Yous is us. It goes so deep. This goes so deep, and it has to do with language, play, wordplay, um, finding out what some of those prefixes, suffixes, root words mean in other languages, and seeing what that is, the symbology there. It's a deep 
unpacking of, of symbology that's waiting there to be discovered. Um, that once you start doing it, start hatching it, you can't unhatch it. Like an upside, like an upside down U, lowercase U, or, or uppercase U, it's an N. So if you want to look at U and N in the same way, use the upside down N. So imagine that you take an upside down N, you put an upside down U, and you put and you stack it on top of each other. That kind of looks like an infinity symbol now. You pinch those together, bam. Which of course symbolizes the yin yang. Now us, if you have us looking in a mirror, on the other side is SU, Usu. Ubiquitous, serendipity, serendipitous, ubiquity. If you take that S, that if you were to really look at it, like you know how you can draw an like a two, but it looks like a backwards S. Well, now okay, so you got that U S S U, us to you, us to you, us to the all that is, to the infinite you, to the to the source, us to you. Well, take that S and that two, and you go. What happens when you put it together? There's the infinity symbol. So that's the Usu symbol right there. U. Eight U. Usu. You ate you. Well, that sounds like you are what you eat. That's exactly what that is. What is that? What does a U symbolize? I mean, this stuff goes so deep. And I suppose, I suppose I can be happy in saying that this is simply because I'm saying it and because it's written down in my book, Wonder Wander. I put pieces of this in Wonder Wander. As little elements to, as foreshadowing of the book that's coming out all about this. I would love to get printed by Ozark Publishing. Oh my gosh. Do you want me to spill the beans for you about, more about Usu? I'll spin more, I'll spill more of the beans here, okay? I'll spill more of the beans. You is also the lucky horseshoe. You are luck. You is in the shape of a magnet. You are the magnet. You is... If you look at a cup, you know, if you look at a cup that's like, I have these rounded, they go rounded edges, they look like a letter U. Well, that's a cup, you fill it up. Your nutrition, you drink, you are what you eat, you are what you drink. What's interesting is if you put a tail on it, on the bottom part, now you got a wishbone. You are the wish, you are the wish. It's a uh, U is also in the shape of a boomerang. You are the boomerang. You put out the intention, you, you put it into the mirror, us, to you, us to you. Imagine, imagine, imagine Link like with Zelda. Link um, throws the boomerang out. And he gets the gems. It all comes back to him. The boomerang comes back to you, your boomerang of intention. Um, the wishbone also is like a tuning fork. If you look at a tuning fork, you and you add that like that. You ground yourself. Well, that what's that also? That's a goal. That's a goal. A goal post. That's a slingshot of intention. That is you, Y-O-U, I'm talking about you and me. That's you putting our arms out. If you you standing still and you're putting your arms out like a letter U, that's you like, oh, opening up your arms like, hey, I'm ready for a hug. That's you. The greater you is hugging you. What also is interesting when you do that, you look like the letter Y. Y. So when you look at these, these are all you is a Y. You, you know. So now, 
if you take a U and you take a U next to a U and you tip them both over so they're facing each other, now you, you go boop and you boop, sort of teardrop the tops of those, put them together. Now that's two U's is infinity. I mean, it's like, it, 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 that's how deep this is. <laughs> this is the legend of Usu, of ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity. Um, let me explain to you what eight is. Eight is H, eight is infinity, eight is two zeros or two O's. So one O it equals infinity as well. Um, a U or uh, uh, an infinity symbol is a bow tie. You are the bow of infinity. Bow of infinity. Um, it's a propeller. Brrr. It is you, the infinite you. What does that look like? Like a disguise, like a mask. If you put that right over where your eyes are. You. What is that? Eyes. Is. You. Third eye. Is. Eyes. E-Y-E-S. Is. I. I is I. I mean, this keeps going. It's or like we said. Um, oh, it's also the recycling symbol. It is. Uh, I'm talking about you know eight right now. Infinity. It's the Mobius strip. It is the wings of a, of a hummingbird. It is the wings of a butterfly, which symbolizes change. Hummingbirds are always good luck. Uh, scales, you know. Um, precipitation, recycling. Um, I mean, it, 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 all these things relate to each other. Now, if we look at a U, and you draw another U, you draw another U next to it. Next to it, what do you got? You got a W. And now, what do you do if you if you tip that on its side, to the right? It looks like an E. It's we, we. Upside dub, upside down W is an M. Me, me is we. How beautiful is that? So we, if we want to look at it this way, we is us. W-E is the same thing as U-S, if we want to look at it that way. We is Y-O-U-S. We is a bunch of U's. Means is we's. Means is we's. We's is U's. <laughs> it keeps going. We, if we were to match that up with French, that is O-U-I, which is which means yes. We means yes. Yes in, in Spanish is C, S, I. S, I looking in the mirror is is. Is is eyes. C, S, I, if you take that and you use it phonetically, it's the letter C. But what else is the letter C? S, E, E. S, E, A. I mean, how beautiful is that? So, to see, to see something. So if you put it, what is two C's? C and an S. Well, if you, if you move that C and you go, oh, rip, that's a, that's a U. It's us. What's the S? It's a two. It's a backwards two. U two. Us is U two. Us to you. Usu, U-S-S-U. It's a palindrome. What is a palindrome? Palindrome is the same thing forward as it is backwards. We are what we see in the mirror. I can't believe I'm spilling the beans on this, but it's telling you, I need to tell you right now. One, so we think of universe. You, okay, so the you, 
the universe, Y-O universe. That's the, that's the letter U, universe. U and I is uni. Uni is one. One verse. One, O-N-E. One verse. You are the singer. Of, you're contributing that verse to the orchestra. One, if we use that phonetically, it's W-O-N. You have one. What's W-O-N looking in a mirror? It's now. Now is one. You have one. You have the eyes to see that you you won. One is I. <laughs> uh, what's, what's a capital I? Capital I is what we were talking about before. It's an H on its side. Capital I is, you know, H? What is H? Infinity. So I can be infinity. I can be eight. I can be H. I mean, it's astounding. It keeps going. So, so that that uh, that capitalized I is two T's balancing, two capital letter T's balancing precariously on each other. They're making an agreement to balance. It's balance. I mean, it's it, it keeps going when we break it down. The number one is I. I mean, it's amazing. So if we think about that, W O N I one, I I is I E Y E. Two eyes is is eyes. Now one. It it goes and goes. Eyes is what? Look in the mirror. I s that's C. C is yes. C is to see something. Yes is we. In French, we is W e we. So it it. it goes and goes. What does it also look like? We, you know, glasses. Glasses. If you put infinity on its side, it looks like glasses. Glasses. Interesting. Glass. Our glass. O-U-R. If we, if, we, if, we, if, we, if we use that H and we just kind of scoot it off to the side and we let it be the infinity it is, it, it is, our glass, O-U-R glass. It is our glass. We are the ones with the precipitation. We are what we eat. Us, us to you. You ate you. Our glasses, our. O-U-R phonetically is R, A-R-E. We are our glass. A-R-E, what does that sound like phonetically? The letter R. R. Glasses. Our glasses are glasses. <laughs> it, like, isn't it astounding? And I know many of you have already thought about this. C plus C is to is C's. C's. C plus C is U plus U. U plus U is us, which is U's. U C's. C's. S E E S, you say it out loud, that's phonetically S E A S. C's. Or the seas, the stream of consciousness, the seas. It goes and goes and goes. You are now one. You are hourglass. You are infinity. You have the lenses to be able to see that. You are the good luck charm. You are the magnet. You are the boomerang. You are, you are it. That is the entire equation that I've been trying to solve my whole life. 
ever since I started seeing coincidences and being flipped out by it and going, who can I talk to about this? Everyone's going, oh, what a quinky dink. Oh, what a small world. Because we've not been taught how to handle that, how to really embrace that and go, ooh, whoa. I've been talking about these concepts. I mean, when I substitute taught nine years, for nine years, I t- these concepts kept flooding in, flooding in, flooding in. I was teaching these to the kids. Usu. Usu. This is the first time that I've ever really let these floodgates flow like this. But now it's really documented. Now it's really documented. And there's so much more than that. One is I. Two is S. Two is also... A backwards five, if you make a five like an S. So two two is a five, if we want to play with it like that. Three, like we said, is a W. Um, three, we can also look at it as a triangle. Four. Four looks like an A. Um, five, like we said, is a two, an S. Six. Six is a nine. Nine is a six. It also looks like, let's see, six. I'm trying to think of like, B? Maybe a six is a lowercase b. That's interesting, which is also a P. Um, seven, what is a seven? Seven could look like a number one, maybe? L, upside down L, like, you know, L7. Um, eight, H, all those great things we talked about. And also a B, you know, it was like, if you ever had one of those old calculators, it was the letter B, which is interesting because to be, just to be, if you take B-E-E, just be, just be in the now, be in, be, be in the now, be in the one, you are the one, you have one, now. The B buzzes. Bzzz. I was, I was reading this because um, the, the bees started going around by this hummingbird feeder I have. Of course, hummingbird infinity. Um, and bees are like, good luck. But I had all these bees. I was not scared of these bees. I was putting them in my hand and go, okay, get out of there. They're kind of coming in the house over here. There's nothing to be scared of. I treated them as my little buddies. It's amazing. Bee, to bee, to buzz. What do, the, what do the bees do? They pollinate. They collaborate. They reciprocate. Just in their nature. Just in their nature. They're not looking for the kudos. Who knows? Maybe they get a high five. They're like, oh, yeah, you pollinated me. Like, you inseminated me. You are the father of these flowers. Imagine that. A bee goes back and checks out its, its, uh, its, its sons and daughters, which is a whole bunch of flowers, this beautiful garden. Thanks, Dad. I guess he'd be like the surrogate father. Maybe he reports the news to the other father where he gets the original pollen from. Hey, you know, the kids way over there are doing great. You got kids over here. You got kids over there. Bada boom, bada bing, you got you got your whole your whole family. You're over in all kinds of gardens, all kinds of all kinds of forests. So the B, of course, that, that symbolizes the connectivity, which of course symbolizes the infinity, connectivity. Okay, uh nine. Okay, we already said that was six, that was B. That's a B. Interesting. Eight is a B and B is a little lowercase B, so that's cool. Uh ten. Ten is I. And, in, and zero, zero is infinity. Oh, is it? Oh, you know, when you're excited. Ah, it symbolizes that. Symbolizes screaming. 
you know, there we have that yin-yang sort of thing. Um, 11, well, that's two eyes. Two eyes, that's is. Eyes, is, see, yes, we, us. Um, yeah, two eyes, that's is. That's interesting, interesting. Two exclamation points. The gateway. Your eyes give you the gateway. But what's in the middle? See, that was the thing, too. When you draw, if you draw that infinity, this is the other thing I want to say is that right in the middle of infinity, if you draw that infinity across your eyes, what's in the middle? What does it come into? The third eye. The power, the power of it all. Spins it all. Spinning that, you know, you're spinning that propeller that's right there. It's right between your eyes. Powered by the third eye. Maybe there's a science fiction movie where these, the, maybe they call the third eyes or something. I don't know. The propeller heads. Um, I know that's a band, but maybe there's something that comes out like an antenna straight out of their nose. And then there's a, like a little, like a little infinity fan propeller. And when they're, they're tuned in, that thing spins. That's cool. That's cool. And they have to be at a high vibration in order for that to happen. I don't know if you've seen the toy. There's like a, there's a, um, I forgot, I was at someone's house and they had this. It was like for the force. And it's like, train your own force, your own Jedi nature. And what it was, was it was like, it was like, you, 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 I think you put your fingers on it and there's like, there's air that pushes up this sort of like a golf ball up this little tunnel, but based on your mind, on your sensation, on your vibes, it, it, it decides whether to open up more air for it or, or less. So depending on your vibrations, it will read that and goes, and vibrates that. So imagine if that is able to be open to the frequency of excitement, joy. You know, what if that's the state you have to be in in order for this, this toy, which is interesting because this now, this now links up with something I think I had talked about on the podcast before. Um, you call it the manifestation. It's a toy, the manifestation. You know, it's a button or something where it's like it it reads what your what your vibration is then you press the button because that's the state you got to be in that state before you can even put the put the um, letter in the mailbox or whatever you know the, the 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 envelope has to be the message in the envelope has to be the right thing in order for it to go into the right it's got to be just the right size to fit in that Mailbox for it to go out out to the universe. So maybe that's it. It matches up with your intention. So that's the thing. If we could get, you know, make toys like that to sort of, where it's not a preaching thing, or it's, you know, it could be an educational thing, I suppose. But the idea is to really bypass the, all of the preconceptions about, oh, that's so mumbo jumbo, or that's woo woo, or whatever words are being used out there to degrade um, the idea of how powerful the mind is and and our connection to the universe um the idea is to bypass through that see it's a it's a sneaky way to do it so it's like surprise surprise you have been you you have been hypnotized i don't want to say tricked or hypnotized even but you've been you've been tricked into utilize utilizing a very powerful source that is going to manifest extraordinary things in your reality all because you you played with this 
idea, like it's an imaginary toy thing. And that's exactly what you needed to do in order to be able to do this. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, exactly. Anyway, that's my sermon for today. Uh, thank you for listening to the legend of Usu on this Saturday, on this bright Saturday. Um, there are going to be some other things added to this. What they are, I do not yet know. Thanks for listening to Inspirado Projecto. Oh, oh, oh. It's a face palm, a face palm, a balm of calm, like a napalm bomb. It's a face palm, a face palm, crumbly malm of loamy alms. And how soon do you think you to, to do it again? It's a face palm, a face palm. Here it come, Alms playing Brahms and prom. And how soon do you think you're to do it again? Have the homes from Guam, Guam to the cable comes. Are the Grom Rom diatoms glom in their moms? It's a face palm, a face palm. Psalms and rhymes and rhymes And how soon do you think you'll do it again? This is Atlas the Dragon. I am calling once more on behalf of Nonchalance and Burrell's Bridge Society. I am here in Crossville, Tennessee, and I have found something absolutely magnificent. Find your way. It's not hard. All you have to do is look inside. Remember, you're listening to Inspirado Projecto.